This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Jody Vance in for Simi on this Friday. Um, you, everybody knows now fentanyl, the crisis, the opioid crisis, the the deaths. The I mean, the numbers are staggering. And we all, I bet, I'm going to go out on a limb here. We all know someone who's been affected by the opioid crisis. Sadly, I have more than I care to share in terms of people I know and love who have lost loved ones to fentanyl. And and none of them, I shouldn't say none, I, two of them maybe had an issue uh, with, with addiction. Others were recreational drug users. Uh, the supply is tainted to the point where, well, our next story is a really very relevant one. Uh, Vancouver Coastal Health is in, introduced, introducing uh, new test kits. So you, if you are going to use a recreational drug, will be able to test that drug prior to using that drug. Up until this point, um, experts and law enforcement and, and health professionals have been saying, whatever you do, don't use alone. We've all learned how to use a naloxone kit. Um, it's It's that deadly piece of this puzzle that until the drug supply can be cleaned or uh, if it is um, legitimized, uh, uh, decriminalized, whatever the right word is, we are struggling through this and need to find ways to save lives. Um, and, and this test kit could be a step in, in the right direction. Let's bring in Dr. Mark Lesition, who is with uh, Vancouver Coastal Health, a medical health officer, uh, to talk more about these kits. Uh, thanks for being with us, doctor. Hi there, no problem. Can you tell us what these test kits are comprised of? Well, I mean, these are sentinel, essentially fentanyl test strips that were designed to test urine for fentanyl, and we started using them at Insight a few years ago to let people test diluted samples of their drugs. We, we tested them first at Insight because we wanted sort of a controlled environment where we could see if people could use them, if they gave good results, if people, um, you know, if it changed people's behavior. And, and we saw that, that, that it did when, you know, when people got positive results, they used less drugs and they had less overdoses. So we've been expanding the locations where that kind of on-site drug checking is available. And we've also been using other technologies like spectrometers and things like that. But ultimately, um, you know, people are dying alone uh, when they use drugs alone in private residences, behind closed doors, things like that, because there's a lot of stigma associated with drug use. It's also illegal. And um, so we really wanted to get this drug, these drug checking technologies uh, into people's hands so they could use them, you know, right before they use drugs in the places that they use drugs. And so that's what this project is about. So when you say this, this test strip, it, it detects the presence of fentanyl. It doesn't say the concentration, right? Yeah, unfortunately, all it tells is presence or absence. You know, it's a relatively simple technology, um, but we still think that that's useful because yeah. it's one thing to know in theory that your drugs might be, con- you know, contaminated with fentanyl. It's another thing to know that the drug you're about to take does have fentanyl in it. And um, and you know what we've seen from from the we did a pilot study this spring and summer here, and also in Interior Health, looking at what happens when people you know, use these strips at home and basically they get good results. They get the same results within a percent as we were getting on site during that same period of time. So people can definitely do this at home. And then what we saw is that, um, 
you know, people changing their behavior in a way that was positive was more likely than in a way that was negative. Many people didn't actually change their behavior after getting the result because, you know, they sort of maybe expected to get a fentanyl positive result. But, you know, 27% of people did change their behavior in a positive way compared to only 2% that, you know, used in more risky ways. So we still think that overall, this is another tool that people can use to help make safer decisions. It hopefully will save even one life it'll be worth it. That's sort of where I come from. What about carfentanil? Does it detect that? Well, it does detect uh, a variety of the other fentanyl analogs, including carfentanil, but unfortunately, it's less sensitive for carfentanil mm. than it is for fentanyl. The test is designed for fentanyl. And, um, you know, the other little problem with carfentanil is that when it's present, it's present in very small amounts. So you may miss the, you know, the grain it is, of it. It is possible. This is yeah. not a perfect test. But, yeah. you know, the reality is that 90% of the opioids we are testing are, are testing positive. So, you know, there's, there's not too many that are being missed there. Did you just say 90 percent? 90%, yeah. 90%, doctor. Yeah, but the, the, the degree is much less in other types of drugs like crystal meth and, right. and, and stimulants where the degree of contamination is sort of you know less than 5%, but that's not zero. And people who are about to take a stimulant, you know, they are not expecting to take an you know, opioid like fentanyl. They don't want to take an opioid like fentanyl. They may not have naloxone ready. They may not you know, be in a place that knows what, what to do with an opioid overdose. So you know, for people using stimulants, this might actually be quite a useful tool as well. So where will these... Uh, fentanyl test kits be made available? There, there are four locations, sort well, of pilot or? Yeah, we, we did this pilot project this summer. And, and so those locations, Insight, the Molson Overdose Prevention Site, uh, the Overdose Prevention Society, and the St. Paul's Hospital Overdose Prevention Site, the, that's where the strips are kind of available now. But in the coming days and weeks, we're expanding the number of places where they'll be available. You know, within Vancouver, they're going to be available at the Three Bridges Community Health Center, the Robert Lilly Lee Community Health Center. And then we're also making them available outside of Vancouver, because we think that take-home drug checking will be even more important in communities that don't have supervised places right. to consume drugs or don't have some of the other harm reduction services that are available in Vancouver. So, you know, we want to make them available on the Sunshine Coast, in the Sea to Sky Corridor, and places like that as well. We're with Dr. Mark Lecision, uh, Vancouver Coastal Health Medical Health Officer. And one of the things that comes to mind for me is like, well, we've already got the naloxone kits basically available at every pharmacy. Why wouldn't we just put this uh, test strip kit side by each with the naloxone as an availability because as you said the stigma associated with drug use keeps the person who might be the professional going for the job every day thinking that they've got it sort of covered and under control and whatever they might not want to risk going into one of the handful of places where these are available. Yeah I mean um, we would like to see these available anywhere where harm reduction supplies are currently available. Mm -hmm. So anywhere you can get clean needles and syringes and things like that and naloxone kits. We think this is the same type of tool. And so we, you know, our goal is to make it available at all those places. But right now there's not sort of a provincial program with funding to do that. And so we're sort of rolling this out because we don't want to wait. You right. know, we've just done this study. We feel it's reasonable to do this. And so that's why we're doing it. But 
you know, we're in conversation with the, the government and the Overdose Emergency Response Center asking them uh, to, to put some funding behind this so that basically this can become a harm reduction supply that people can just pick up anywhere they pick up other things like take home naloxone. Right. So this is a slow walk towards something that might significantly impact. You just got to get it, get it out there where the need is the greatest and hope that eventually, because there was a time where a naloxone kit was only available at St. Paul's Hospital and at OPS. Exactly. It, it takes some while to, yeah. you know, get get kind of support for a bigger program and then and, and then to build that. But we didn't want to wait uh, for that program to happen. We think, you know, the best place for people to use these strips is, you know, in private right before they use drugs. And so we want to we want to let people, uh, you know, have them available. And, the, you know, this kind of dovetails into the, the publicized launch of a new opioid vending machine on the downtown east side. We're seeing we're seeing a shift from the stigma of this into like we've got to just stop the we've got to stop the ridiculous numbers of overdose deaths or those who are being we we get the death numbers but we don't get the numbers of people who are significantly impacted for life yeah, I mean, drug checking is really a stopgap kind of measure. You know, it's um, it's not the solution to this problem at right. all. It's just another tool that people can use now while we're not implementing the real solutions. And, you know, safe supply programs are, we believe, part of the solution. This is, you know... No, you don't need to use drug checking when you're getting a safe supply program. Right. This yeah. is a pharmaceutical yeah. opioid that you know is safe, and that's the whole point. The, w- the one thing I think that the drug checking programs have done for us in terms of getting a safer supply is they've showed us just how contaminated and how dangerous drugs are. We never used to actually know that mm-hmm. uh, because you know people were just using drugs and overdosing, but nobody was testing them. And so now we have a really good understanding of how toxic the drugs are, and I think it provides the rationale for why we need safe safe supply programs. Very great perspective. Thank you so much for your time today, doctor. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem.